0: We, we lack a, an actual primary care medical system in the United States. Primary care being the prevention of the diseases at the beginning. We have what I would describe as a, uh, at best a tertiary care center or a disease management system in the United States. We, doctors or in the medical system is very, very good at once somebody is sick, trying to keep them from dying from that illness but that leaves them with a lot of morbidity a a lot of uh, a lot of trouble still with their health and um, it is two steps behind the process of keeping them from becoming unhealthy in the first place
1: this is the shred podcast I am Scott Switzer your host We want to bring you the latest news and events happening at Shred CrossFit and discuss the topics you, the community, may be interested in. The Shred Podcast is available on all major platforms. If you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five star rating. Now, off to this week's episode of the Shred Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shred Podcast. This is episode 39. It is bright and early on Friday morning like before six like 520 uh, and I have with me uh, Dr. David Duff how you doing David I'm doing pretty well though I think
0: the uh, bright part may be a little bit miss misinformation
1: uh, <laughs> yeah I don't the sun has yet to come up uh, this is really early for me and so if you hear that deep tone in my voice it's probably because it's not a warmed up uh, vocal cord yet. So we're, we're, this is um, our next um, piece of our Athlete Spotlight series that we're doing. And so we're going to talk to David about um, his life and his fitness and where he has come from. Um, so let me ask you first, uh, what got you into CrossFit?
0: Probably I'd heard about it for a while. I'd never really experimented with it. And then actually my daughter was interested in trying something different. And Shred, the Shred 3.0, happened to be right around the corner from my house. In fact, Shred 2.0, I had been in briefly walking my dog a couple of times and uh, popped in just to say hi, see what it was all about. Then when the gym was so close, I thought, yeah, this is a good time to work in some different styles of training with what we were going to do. Add that to Sarah being interested, and I thought this would be a good thing that a dad and a daughter could do together. And so what, what did you do for fitness prior to that? Uh, you name it, and I'd done it probably. I, I started out, I, I've been athletic most of my life, not in the sense that I was a great athlete, but in the sense that I was athletic. So starting with swimming and soccer when I was a kid, and going from there to uh, rowing in college somewhat, did some martial arts in college, and then uh, was mostly probably on an erg and a bicycle uh, for the, the remainder of the years there. So you're you're kind of known as
1: the rower guy in the gym, right? <laughs> you get on that rower and you can go. And I, and I know you're part of a club that does some like additional things in rowing. Do you want to explain what that is?
0: Well, I'm not part of a club. Sarah has my daughters had rowed, and so I I sit on the board for what is now Central Ohio Rowing. Used to be Dublin Crew. So I'm not part of a rowing club uh, mainly because of time and cost. But I, I've had an erg in my basement. I just I call myself an erg rat. I, I've not been on the water in years and years, but uh, have just found that that style of exercise fit my body and didn't hurt as much as other things. And you said you rode in college some? <clears throat> I did. I rode for about a year and a half, got competitively in college, my first year of college, never been exposed to the sport, never knew what it was, but it just looked so cool. I had to try it out.
1: All right. So you talk about
0: Sarah, she's your daughter. Uh,
1: who else is mem- Who else are members of your family?
0: So I have, Sarah's my youngest daughter. She's 17. She'll be 18 pretty soon. Uh, my older daughter is Hannah. She's 19. And then my wife, Mai, uh, not to confuse the pronouns there. Her name is Mai, but in my eye. She's uh, also been uh, fairly athletic and since college.
1: Um, and so you're, you're getting ready to do those college
0: tours, I understand. We're almost done with them. This We leave today for our last one out in California for Sarah. She has a scholarship competition that she's doing.
1: Uh, sounds like fun. Yeah, we, we kind of missed out on that. My daughter knew where she wanted to go from, the, from like seventh grade on, uh, and they accepted her three days after she applied, and we were kind of done with all that. We didn't, we didn't go anywhere.
0: Well, she should have faked it so she could work some travel in there. <laughs>
1: uh, so, so you're also a doctor? Yes. Uh, and and where do you work? And wh- what do you do?
0: Uh, I'm an ER doc, and I'm out in London, Ohio, at Madison Health Emergency Department. I trained in family practice, did that for about five years down in the Washington Courthouse, Greenfield area, and uh, which was a lot of fun because the it was a rural practice. We delivered babies. We did the surgical assist, nursing home. It was great until you have two young kids at home and the schedule becomes a bit burdensome. So we switched to ER, which is uh, very controllable as far as your schedule. Cool. And you work you work like 24-hour shifts? Sometimes. I, so. I have up until recently, and then I find that, well, let's say as I... Uh, as I gain wisdom, I won't say years, but as I, it's just harder to recover from a, a long shift like that. So,
1: in the, in the CrossFit world, there's a big push uh, with what they call the CrossFit Level 1 MD. Uh, so, a lot of what, what I have, what a lot of our coaches have, is a CrossFit Level 1. Greg Glassman has made this push into CrossFit Health, and he wants to do that one doctor at a time right and so i want to ask you as as a physician and a crossfit member how do those two blend together in your world
0: i would say as far as as crossfit and medicine crossfit as a means of of maintaining activity and fitness level one of many different ways you could do it and so when it comes into how does fitness play into medicine I, th- I think, unfortunately, in two different ways. One is I see the costs of not doing it because that's most of what I do is I, I work with people that have uh, patients that have not, I'm trying to think how to say this, <laughs> I work with patients who have not prioritized fitness and nutrition and health in their life because that makes up the huge burden of medical care in the United States. Uh, most of what we see, in some way, is related to uh, less than ideal lifestyle choices, and if, that could be something as obvious as smoking causing lung problems, COPD, emphysema, those types of things, to uh, poor nutrition, poor activity levels causing heart disease, strokes, diabetes. Probably seventy to eighty percent of what we see as doctors, it, the the mainstay of what we're doing is because of those those medical issues, which are directly related to someone's uh, the, someone's fitness and nutrition.
1: So as a physician, are you, are you excited about what CrossFit's trying to do with the
0: um, MD community? I, I don't know exactly. I, I've i looked into it somewhat, and I have actually signed up for an account with them as a, as a physician with them, but I have not yet taken the opportunity to see the fullness of... What they would like to achieve, um, I've I've read their boilerplates, and that sounds great because I I, I do think that we we lack a, an actual primary care medical system in the United States. Primary care being the prevention of the diseases at the beginning. We have what I would describe as a uh, at best a tertiary care center or a disease management system in the United States. We. Doctors or in the medical system is very, very good at, once somebody is sick, trying to keep them from dying from that illness. But that leaves them with a lot of morbidity, a, a, lot, of, uh, a lot of trouble still with their health. And um, it is two steps behind the process of keeping them from becoming unhealthy in the first place.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what CrossFit's trying to achieve, is to switch from um, a reactive medical um, community that we have now to a preventative, um, and and try to prevent the the illnesses from happening rather than treat them after they have. So just in simple terms for, for the audience. So I want to touch on, since we're talking about medicine and, um, that kind of thing you've had a few injuries over the years right <laughs> yeah i think probably many would be a bit more appropriate than few <laughs> and so i i think what what blew me away is your effort to to maintain your fitness during um a setback uh if people don't remember or weren't a member of the gym at the time during the open or right before the open you um You tore a tendon in your shoulder?
0: Yeah, I tore one of my bicep tendons out of my shoulder. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunately a little bit of weighted pull-up action there, but uh, it happens. It was a previously reconstructed area, so the tendon was a little bit weak, and there's no way of knowing when that was going to happen, but it did.
1: And not even having the use of your one arm... You
0: competed in the CrossFit Open. <laughs> well, again, competition is a loose term, but I was there. <laughs> I participated fully.
1: <laughs> but we, but the coaches found a way for you to complete every workout through the Open during that year.
0: They did, and that's one of the things that I've really appreciated about the coaching staff here. They are willing to work with wherever I was in my fitness level, uh, what I felt comfortable with, what I knew my body could or couldn't do, they're there to push me a little bit in those areas when I thought, oh, yeah, I'm not sure if I can do this or not. Um, but also there to say, hey, we want to keep you fit while you're recovering.
1: And your natural tendency would probably just jump on ergs, right? Yeah, which I could not do one-handed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so it was really cool to see you do, and I think you attempted one-arm pull-ups. You no,
0: know, Well, no, that, that would have been way beyond what I could do. Since two arms were uh, difficult for me, one-arm pull-up would be tough. I did do... Uh, one arm, knee, straight leg raises or knee raises for, okay. I forget which event that was. But.
1: Okay. So, but how do you think your fitness, uh, um, how did you maintain your fitness during that time? Do you think it maintained at a
0: 80% level, a 70% level? I think fitness-wise, I, I maintained close to 100%. Uh, there There was always something I could do to keep my body moving and to keep my aerobic capacity up. Now, fitness-wise strength, my, my right side is still weaker than my left side even to now. The, it just takes a lot of time when you're basically 12 weeks out of doing any kind of lifting with one, one side. Uh, but be the by staying active on my left side, I did all my lifts left-handed, uh, I lost a lot less than I thought I would right-handed. I'm probably 80% now on my with my right shoulder that, that I was originally. So you
1: kept near 100% fitness. Working through that
0: with the coaches,
1: uh, and strength-wise, really only about twenty percent off right now.
0: Yeah, and that's just isolated. That's just with yeah. my right arm and bicep, and that's going to take some time to come back mechanically. That that's
1: really incredible. Um, so, if if you were so, and, and it also kept you a member of the community during that time, right? The that open was is really a important. huge community event, and you got the support of all of your friends here at the gym uh, through that time. Yes,
0: uh, and that and you said that was really important. That, that was extremely important. It's, the, it, it's probably the main reason that I come here. It's the main reason that I, uh, the main thing I like about CrossFit, well, the variety of what we do, I, I really enjoy that. I'm a guy that gets bored easily with doing one thing, but the support of the community, everyone cheering me on, cheering other people on, uh, I, I find that stimulating for myself. Not everybody likes the group workout kind of uh, scenario. I totally get that. Uh, my wife is not a group workout person, but I am. I am pushed by seeing pushing by seeing people pushing themselves and uh, and that kind of encouragement.
1: Yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm an extrovert, and just you know the the number of friends that I've made in this place and that I just get to sit and chat with all the time uh, is is huge for me. And so, yeah, I, I love the community aspect of it. So we're going to finish up with just some fun questions. Sure. Uh, so tell me your least and most favorite CrossFit movement. Our least is
0: easy. Uh, that would have to be a, a squat snatch. <laughs> the, the, I cannot. The, the uh, overhead squatting movements are very, very difficult for me. That's, that's just probably one of the more complex movements, anyway. But yeah, I, my my body does not do those well yet. <laughs> and your favorite? Anything that takes longer than twenty minutes. <laughs>
1: We, we are exact opposites. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I love anything overhead and hate long workouts. <laughs> uh, so
0: of the named workouts, what's your favorite one? Uh, That's difficult because I can't keep them straight. There are many of them that I haven't done. Uh, I suppose that Murph has been a favorite for me. It, it adds in the mostly body weight. Um the duration of the event, having to learn how to pace it out and some movements that I was unfamiliar or uncomfortable with before I started CrossFit.
1: Yeah, that that's a favorite of it's either the favorite or least favorite for a lot of people. Um so if you're in the middle of a workout and you need a song to come on to get you through the end, what song would you pick?
0: Here's another way that we're probably different. I, I'm not a I love music. I listen to music nonstop. But I'm not a workout music guy, so I I listened on the way here to a whole lot of Rosie as played by Haysie Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> so something with a good rhythm, a good beat in the background. Hasey right Dixie, here. I am unfamiliar. It's Is, a it's a
1: uh, kind of a rock bluegrass band. Th- those two actually go together. Those do. Oh. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. And so uh, the last thing I just want to talk about is, you know, you take fitness to another level in my in my mind. Um, Not only do you come here and do fitness, but you often do fitness on the way here. I
0: have I have run to a few workouts here, bike to a few workouts. Yeah. And so
1: I, I have to ask,
0: does that give you is it like a Zen
1: thing for you to just kind of. Run or, or bike to the gym and then it for, for a Clydesdale like myself, um, it just seems to compound the workout and maybe make it longer. Maybe that's what you love. Um, for me, uh, that would be the counterintuitive
0: well, I, I have done a little bit of reading about uh, physiology makeup of people and the style of workout and how their their muscles tend to be different. And so one of the things I, I think I put myself in a category of somebody who has uh, the, the the aerobic base and need to have a lot of movement to warm my muscles up and then can keep going. I don't have the the high strength intensity that I can crank out my deadlifts of 400 pounds or anything like that. That's I'm not even close to that. Um, but I find that I can work at 85 or 90% max for me for long durations of time. And so while, sure, it takes away from your energy to, to bike 15 minutes in at, at a rapid rate, I don't find that it takes that much away from um, a longer workout for me in, in that situation. And so just to, to
1: expand on that, I know I judged you during the Open, uh, two Opens ago, where they had the built-in rest period. During that rest period, you actually walked around the gym so that your muscles didn't stop. Is that in the same vein as, as what you're talking about?
0: It kind of is. I, I don't want my heart rate to drop too much while I'm doing uh, a longer piece. That, that up and down, up and down, uh, it throws me out of a rhythm uh, for for whatever reason there. I'll usually use that time to do some deep breathing and to try to activate the parasympathetic system a little bit so that my heart rate comes down probably 20 or 30 points. Um but I don't want to get back to where it's it's all the way down because it's just harder for me to to jump start into that next move at that point. And whether that's smart or not, you know, if they they've not called me to participate in the uh open, so I <laughs> 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 maybe that's not the best mood, but Yeah.
1: So let's finish with this. Um, If you were talking to someone who was interested in learning about CrossFit, what advice would you give them?
0: I think that you just have to go do it. Read a little bit, I suppose. Get your get a taste for what you're going to do when you're there. But just show up, participate to the level that you can. I would say get to a CrossFit box like this. I don't even know if they call them boxes anymore. Get to a CrossFit gym like like this one, where the coaches are very willing to work with you at your fitness level. It's very encouraging to me to hear Coach Marcus telling people, "Hey, back off. This is not the way you want to start this off, because that's a recipe for injury." CrossFit's a sport like uh, like any other sport. Uh, injuries happen when you're pushing to one hundred percent, and that doesn't mean you shouldn't push to one hundred percent. It just means you have to be you have to get to that level and understand what you can do safely before. Uh, before you really push it out like that well
1: awesome well, is, thank you so much for coming in early and taking some time out of your busy schedule i know you're heading to california today right today yeah a yeah. few hours uh and so thank you for that and uh we'll see you guys next time on the shred podcast thank you for joining us on the shred podcast if you like what you heard please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on The Shred Podcast.